Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. I hope you're having a great Friday and uh, that you're enjoying this amazing weather. Uh, there's a there's a lot to look forward to this weekend from a weather point of view. I mean, we I tell you what, I mean, I, record rain maybe. I mean, I've never seen so much rain. All the areas where we fish, my sons and I fish uh, in Back Bay, all are just sort of um, overcome with uh, freshwater grass. And we'll catch bass where we used to catch speckled trout and redfish. And look forward to uh, sort of a no rainy scenario for a while so some salt water can get back in the bay and we can enjoy some amazing fishing during the, during the fall time. That's, that's really, really important. I wanted to mention I had the opportunity to be a featured speaker for the Gulf Coast Business Council um, yesterday. And the opportunity was was really terrific. I talked about sort of a little bit about where I came from, my time at the Sun-Herald, the work we did after Hurricane Katrina with the Governor's Commission, and then the the opportunity I had to sort of come in, come in out of retirement after four and a half years of retirement to do this show. I consider myself still retired, and in a way, Coast View for me is a gift because it gives me an opportunity to reconnect with the community. It gives me an opportunity, a platform to really brag about and celebrate incredible leadership along the coast, and I've really enjoyed that. And, you know, I was particularly interested in having this opportunity to talk to the Gulf Coast Business Council because their work in helping define a strategic vision for the for the region, when you look at the, the, the who's involved in the Business Council, the 14 members of the current executive committee, you're talking about Lee Bond from Singham River Health System and Kent Nico from Memorial and Travis Lund from uh, the Beau Rivage and Roy Anderson and William Yates is the chairman. And, you know, the list goes on and on, but it's a really incredible group. And I had the opportunity to celebrate them and also talk about how when you think about where coastal Mississippi is these days, it's kind of a defining moment on a bunch of fronts. And we're good. We're lucky to have so many great leaders who are focused on continuing to raise the bar because, um, you know, the truth is, and some of the, I've had this conversation many times with local officials here along coast of Mississippi, and soon we'll have this conversation with our next guest. But there is a powerful gravity toward mediocrity. And it takes sometimes, it takes a will. It takes a strong will, actually, to, to, to be able to raise the bar and then push to get to, the, to a higher level. And it's not always easy because if you just the system, the system can be slow to react. The system can be slow to move. And sometimes sometimes it takes great leadership, both in elected officials and the private sector, to move things along in a way that's going to help coastal Mississippi reach its full potential. And uh, so I'm privileged to have had this opportunity to speak to the business council. I'm a big believer. I was on the founding board of the Business Council, and I uh, understand their role, and I'm privileged to take a role in helping kind of move the bar forward in a lot of ways. So without any further ado, let's move to my first guest today. I think it's a perfect guest to have after what I just said, because Mayor Fofo Gillage is someone that I admire. I mean, he is a, he is a guy 
who is from Biloxi. He's mayor of his city, a tremendous success in his career. He didn't have to be mayor. He's sort of doing his turn at public service. He's a steward of the public trust these days in his mayoralship of the city of Biloxi. And in this conversation, we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about the Slavic Invitational that that is playing out this weekend. Really, really important tournament, and we'll talk more about the, the economic and cultural reasons why this is important. And we want to talk, too, about the efforts underway that the mayor is involved in to raise the bar as it relates to overcoming some of these wind events that we've had recently, some some of the sand issues that we've had and some of the beautification issues that it really takes a, a mountain of effort by lots of different organizations to be able to put our best foot forward when you think about the Slavic Invitational and all these people that are coming in from out of town. Things like cruising the coast, my God, it's probably going to be one of the most successful cruising the coast we've ever had coming up here pretty soon, and the mayor's really focused on that. So without any further ado, let me just first of all say good morning to you, Fofo. How are you? Morning, Rick. I'm, I'm terrific, terrific. I, I have to comment on the first part of your thing. The, the word mediocrity, mediocrity also is is a bad thing. You know, you know, you look at, at the spectrum, and if if there is anything that would give me is anti, I'm anti mediocrity. You know, because you can be on one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. I'm on the, on the positive end, but that's the worst thing in the world, just to stand and, and do nothing. That's worse than just, hey, I give up, you know, and, and you, there are benefits, and, and, but I am, you know, if I could say I'm in it, that got, that word got my attention, and that's what we're yeah. all doing. As, as a publisher, I often said this, that the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And when you when you think about mediocrity, you can't help but think about indifference. But you know, you got to you're, you're in a particular situation because whether you're whether you're doing infrastructure, massive infrastructure improvements, or whether you're um, making the point that you know all counties in Mississippi have their role to play. There's no doubt about it. Every city's got their role to play. But when you think about the gaming revenue and the tourism revenue coming out of Biloxi. This is not saying Malexi is more important than Gulfport or Ocean Springs. It's just simply making the point that you think about the gaming revenue alone that comes out of Biloxi and the number of people who come through Biloxi as part of the tourist effort. We have to align all the agencies and organizations around the things we must do so that we are we are not just an okay destination, but we are the highest level of excellence possible. Top notch. Yeah, and you believe that, don't you? Yeah, no question. We look, you know, in gambling, you press while you're ahead. We've had a tremendous success. This is eight casinos in Biloxi of one billion, almost two million in revenue. Do the arithmetic, and and we had you know four months in a row, record near record uh, in a row from you know March, April, May, June, July, where we just collected. Uh, and just you know, you have to have okay. Put your hey, let me, hey, let me make the point. Yeah. Over a hundred million dollars a month. Yeah, I'm trying four, five, four months in a row. The, the total year, the total FY year, October through September, one billion. That's nine zeros. One billion and one and two, almost two million. Do the arithmetic. Twelve percent is what they're taxed on. Twelve percent, uh, but the first eight percent goes to the state of Mississippi. No questions asked. Okay, so you know you got to recognize 
where your your deal is generated and, and you want to increase that put the bang for the buck is all i ask business you and i've been in business all our life hey that's what you would do you know running the city and running the scenes not like running the savonia lodge i mean you, you got to actually you know uh, do some things you just you just can't pull the trigger like you do but you know you need to apply business rules and and that's what you know those folks do they know where to bang for the buck is and when to put resources I'm saying now, now's the time to push that image. We're we're a top notch. Our you know our, our gaming numbers were top notch. You know, it says 92. Don't sit back and do nothing. These people have visited us one time. You know, they're gonna come back if it's you know has that image. And it, and, and it now's the time to press. So everything we can do to get ready. You know, for cruising and, and the visitation. You know, in looking at growth and census and so forth, Biloxi grew right at a few hundred short of 50,000 people. But we have 4.2 million visitors a year in our 7,000, you know, hotel rooms. Okay, so the population at any one point in time is more than, you know, a normal 50,000. So we are different, you know, than, than any operation around. We want to keep that, you know, that uh, image and that brand going. You know, we were very fortunate. I go all over, you know, the country and, and you know, the brand is, is there, Biloxi. Oh, you don't have to say Biloxi, Mississippi anymore, you know. And you so, say you know, I'm proud to be here where we are and, and with the, you know, the passion we have as, as a community. It's the biggest gumbo pot in the world here. And, and, and people are recognizing, hey, this is a safe, friendly and beautiful place. Beautiful, we got to emphasize on it. We got to put some effort in making sure. You know, you've been to, we went to, one of my nieces got married in Fairhope in Alabama, the Grand Hotel. Man, you know, it, you know, there's not a ton of people go there, not a ton of, and, and to me, it's a little bit quiet over there, and I'm not a quiet person, you know that, so, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we we could have that same look and feel with the activity, you know, nobody has what we have here, and, and you know, I think a lot of people, you know, this market, this visitation, this general regional kind of approach to gaming is going to be here for five years. And, and I, look, I've seen a lot of uh, studies coming about and said, OK, we want to be here. I mean, this is uh, this is yeah. real deal, you know, and, and those numbers are real in the middle of this pandemic. It changed the scope of we don't need a bunch of that, um, you know, air flights. And so it always helps. But, you know it's 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 finding a path and a journey to, to, to do business here you know in Biloxi and on the coast well as, as Milton Segarra said so many times on my show one of the one of the real benefits strategic benefits was that when you take a numbers driven approach and we'll we'll come to the end of the segment and pick it up on the other side but that over 80 percent of the people who came here came here by car and they feel safe in their car and there's a real opportunity for us to to, to tap into that and we did tap into that and we are we're benefiting greatly i know it can feel like herding cats when you're trying to figure out for example how to clean up sand on highway 90 and get all that situated when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about that and talk about efforts underway as it relates to that and then we'll move on to the to the slavic invitation and talk about the enormous number of people that come into coastal Mississippi from all over this country that have connections back to Biloxi. It's an amazing thing to, to behold. We'll see you after this break with Fofo Gillich. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Trent Lott wrote a book back uh, many years ago, and the name of the book was called Herding Cats, and it was about the legislative process in Washington, D.C., and it's a really good book, and I thought about him recently. I got I to gotta reread that book and ask Trent Lott to come on the show and talk more about that, but you know, Trent was always good at sort of counting votes and figuring out how to understand the various levels of work that you had to be willing to put into something if you wanted to achieve a goal it's not easy same thing's true being a mayor you know you've got you've got uh, if let's let's take let's take the the issue that you're facing now Fofo, as it relates to sand in places it shouldn't be and maybe not enough sand where it should be because we've had all these wind events that have been very significant, but you're talking about needing support from the governor, maybe the legislature to some extent, certainly MDOT, local communities, the county. It, it is a lot like herding cats sometimes, isn't it, when you're working hard to raise the bar? It is. It's, it's frustration. And we're right in the middle of, I think, pulling the trigger on some very cool things. This all started talking about sand. You know, there was a, a, an event that the governor was down here around July at Centennial. And we had just had a blow, right? You know, right before that, and put sand everywhere. And, and I got his ear, and, and he had mentioned some discretionary money. Well, then since then we had Zeta, and then so we had you know those kinds of things that were happening, uh, and, and sand still stacked up. And I'm not blaming anybody. It takes, you know, that you could do three million dollars worth of work getting that highway in shape. This is you know US 90, but everybody goes on it. I mean, the business comes through that road. So, you know, we talked about image, image is important. So, you know, there was, I've been in, in, in Jackson meeting with, uh, with the governor and, and, and the MDOT crew in, in Sand Beach and, and, and uh, uh, you know, the Board of Supervisors and, and, and talking with people that say, let's contribute, let's put a project together to do as much as we can. We're gonna have 9,000 cars cruising up and down the coast. And you know you got to start somewhere. So we put a plan together involved in sort of a, a you know, public-private. You know we would the initiative is is with us, City of Biloxi, because that's what we're trying to push to get this funded and done. As, now you know this started about eight days ago, where the actually the program management, you know, operation, just what you need to do logistically. You got to you got to grade. You got to put you know sand where it needs to be and haul it off. And so it's a big deal. But, you know, this is this is right before us and we're in the middle of this. I mean, this is probably when we leave here, we'll be talking about the latest and greatest details. Uh, but I was, you know, after about a million five to do this part from the Bees Road to all the way to, you know, and, and it's, it's a residual. You, know, you can still see Zeta on the sides of the roads and you can see because nobody has the budget. You know, I think uh, MDOT is down to like 80 people and they got free crews right now trying to do some things. And it is, you talk about, you know, trying to hold back, you know, or do things, like I said, hurting cats is no doubt about it. But, you know, hey, we got to put, you know, uh, put our best foot forward very shortly and, and, and as much as we can. So it, it, it's all important. But, you know, you only get, when you think about um, coastal Mississippi as a region, we're competing with other other destinations that yeah. are also promoting themselves yeah. as a region. Thanks, yeah. So the competition is really stiff. So we get one chance, one chance to make a first impression. Right, right. Well, you know, the business part I had mentioned, talking about, you know, these people, you know, the first month that we broke records, 111 million, that was back in, you know, uh, in my state of the city back in, in, in May. 
I said, look, we just had the best month ever, right? You know, we're just trying to overcome. This is before Delta hit everything. But even with Delta, we're still like, you know, uh, but, you know, this is this is important. The media tries to make bad news out of good news, and they, they blame it. Well, that's because of the stimulus. I don't care what it's because of. They visited it here. We've always preached that our product will sell itself. You just get people to to hear one time. We'll take care of it. We got to take care of it. They were here. Yeah. And we want it back again. And, and that regional approach to gaming and visitation is important. Well, Fofo, the reason why <clears throat> I think what you just said is really important, if it were about the stimulus, it would then mean that every other tourism destination would be doing incredibly well, and they're not. When you compare coastal Mississippi to the rest of the nation, we stand out, it's particularly in markets our size. So you can't say it's because of stimulus. No. Stimulus is one component that probably helps, but the reality is if you don't have database targeting, if you don't have the name of Biloxi and coastal Mississippi in people's minds, they're not going to come here. Yep. So you know, it took a lot of work to create that level of success, a data-driven approach, and we're the beneficiaries of it. Um, to write it off as it was just stimulus money, boy, that's not a good explanation to why we've been so successful. I'm trying to make a story. This, the story is success. We had success, and the brand we have. I mean, let me tell you, I don't know if you remember Deb Lovett. She was the 81st Wing Commander just uh, uh, two years ago. Well, since then, she went to the Space Command. She became Brigadier General the other day. I went up to D.C. Uh, for that ceremony, for that promotion. It was at the uh, Arlington, the Women in the Air Force, Women in the Military's uh, Museum. But so the, the person who promoted her was the Chief of Staff, the four-star General, General Brown, and unsolicited. You know, of course, I, I felt like a VIP. I was right there in the front row. But after we had a little reception, and, and, and he comes up to me, he says, let me tell you, I want to, you know, tell you how much we appreciate. This is the first, you know, chief of staff of the Air Force. Uh, she became Brigadier General. He did the ceremony. And he said, let me I tell you, you got the greatest relationship, you know, with our military. With Keesler's the best best deal. This is the they, they had to do. Yeah. You know? yes. and, uh, so we've got that. Everywhere, you know, it, it, it's everywhere. That that brand name is here, and there's a reason to come back, and they will, you know, they will come back. Well, thank, thank you, thank you, Fofo, for continuing to keep that bar high. Hey, for the rest of the time we have together, you've been deeply in, engaged in the Croatian community. You and I, I married into it, the Bahanovic clan. We've had a show just focused on that. But part of that is the Slavic Invitational Golf Tournament. That's a huge fundraising effort for scholarships, et cetera. It's had tremendous success for many years. Didn't have it last year. But this year, I think it's the 46 years. Is that right? Tell me right. more about what, what what's yeah. unfolding today and through the weekend. Well, before I got, if you can see this hat, okay, this is this is for you and Ann. I you know you use it while you're fishing, but this is for you. So, again, thank you. It, this is a little you know collaborative. Uh, this every year you get a hat and, and it's you know, sort of a, a deal. So that's for you. But 46 years. We started in 1974. Had a cancer because of Katrina. Uh, and, and now, you know, last year in 2020, uh, uh, which would have been our 46, would, would COVID just put it, you know, you know, the 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 conditions of uh, you know gathering and, and, and you know golf is not that bad. You'd be out in the in the middle of everything, but you know, the social part of the deal was a, always a, a fun fun time. And, and uh, we're back, 
we're back in, in, in at five golf courses, you know, Fallen Oak being the, the signature, you know, for the championship and that sort of thing around on, on the on the Sunday. But I think the last count, it may change, I'll have to check my computer right over here, but 435 teams and then, you know, uh, across Wind Dance, across uh, Diamond Head, two courses there, Sunkissed, and, and again, Fallen Oak. And uh, um, so we're tickled to be back in action. And I think, you know, the, uh, the uh, activity, you know, people were dying to, to play golf again in that in that mode. So we're 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 happy to be. What's cool? What's yeah. cool about you though, and and I would really encourage people to go back and watch the first Coastview visit I had with Fofo Gillich, so you can understand a lot more about what I'm going to say. But has a degree in mathematics. He he created his own software firm. Had tremendous success in doing that. But one of the ways, one of the reasons why this particular a tournament goes off without a hitch it, over five courses and all these different teams, et cetera, is because Fofo wrote a, wrote a program that enables them to sort of manage this. And without that program, I don't, how would you do it? No, it's, it's done. I did it two years before, you know, when we first started doing it, you do it with pieces of paper and, you know, wall boards. I said, this is crazy. You know, this was in like uh, 1986 when microprocessors were coming along. I said, hey, next year, we, I'm gonna write some code and we'll we'll do this thing. But manually, you know, we had one of the biggest things, Ricky. You know, uh, having played before, and you had groups and brother-in-laws, and I think you have a couple of you know family members in playing this year. But what they call special requests. So okay, put me with Ricky Matthews. I, you know, I'm Mark Bahanovich, and I need to be played with Ricky Matthews. So I don't have to play with him on the same hole, but I want to be on the same golf course. I call that special request. Now. You know, you have 400 teams, you probably have 200 special requests. And, and that's the, the beauty in, in the two good things. You know, you we try to accommodate uh, that special request. And then, you know, when you, the food and so forth is served to you, it's not a, a tournament like you're used to. We prepare all the food, you know, and now at this time, and, and, and so it's got a signature. You have a signature a taste and feel to, in this golf tournament. But, uh, you know, those, those special requests, you know, that uh, that's part of the, the image. Yeah, we can do. We had one group, and I won't say their name, but there was a big group of people coming out from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and, and, and this group, had to, they always had to be on the uh, same golf course at the same time. And they would take buses from the boat revised together so they'd get to the, you know, 8 o'clock or 1 o'clock tea time at whatever golf course that they would get playing. But literally, this group, we had to make sure there were 50 extra cases of beer at that golf course when this group was <laughs> You never know, do you? But anyway, I want to welcome all of the teams that are here from all over. The, I mean, again, they all have connections back to coastal Mississippi. Some of them bring their friends from other places that oh. come here and, and golf with them. But you've been a big leader in that effort over all these years, and congratulations on that. We're kind of out of time. Uh, oh. Final word, Fofo, before we sign off. Well, like I said, you know, we're, we're just proud to be in the position we are. We're having, hopefully, you know, with with the opportunity the vaccine it, it puts in before us, nobody has to really, you know, die. And we don't want anybody to be sick. But let's take care. I'm just, you know, this is just for, for the good of the order, so to speak. Let's take care yeah. of and, and get over this thing so we can get down to yeah. business with no obstacles or constraints. You know, I, if we didn't yeah. have partner, we would be rocking and rolling. Well, you and I have been consistent all along on this. Get the vaccine. Anyway, this is Fofo Gillage, the mayor of the city of Biloxi. We'll be back after this break.
listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.